Welcome to Raw Table Talk Sports Podcast, man. This is your host, Elijah Dias, and I am joined today by co-host Edwin Nelson. Man, y'all gonna be seeing this duo on here a lot, for real, man. We got a lot of knowledge about sports. Uh, basketball, more specifically, is what we're gonna be talking about today. Um, you know, we just love discussing, you know, every day about sports, basketball, you know, just things we see daily, you know, happen through the sports world. And it's such a, it's such a, um, a fraternity in sports, especially, you know, the NBA, which we got for y'all today. Um, to start it off, y'all, the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, Heat Celtics, man. Really don't even want to talk about this, man. Because <laughs> great series overall. <laughs> man, it was a great series, man. My team, you know, we had to take an L, but at the end of the day, man, it was a great series. Great um, learning experience as well. What you um, what you really expect throughout this series, man? Mm, well, of course, obviously, first episode we talked about this series. Uh, expected at least go seven games. Uh, ultimately, went six. I think really the difference in this game for me was. Uh, I think not having Gordon Hayward to like really start off the series for the Celtics. Yeah. Because I feel like the first two games, you look at the games, you're like, man, the Celtics really, they right yeah, there. Yeah, we right there. Right there. Like, you say first two games, really the turnovers really what decided the game. Yeah. You add in like another ball handler in that game, at least for the Celtics, I feel like they probably secured at least the first two games. Mm. But I feel like they gave the heat like uh I feel like they, they let the heat off the first two games. Yeah. They pretty much sure. gave those two first two games away. Yeah, we did. Man, we – those first two games, this was crazy because we had double digits leads in both of those games late. Right. And we ended up losing both of those games. So, like, we really wasn't finishing games at all, man. We were just collapsing in the fourth quarter. Like, it's like – I know we're young. And I saw something on Twitter today. Actually, it was like we are the second youngest team to make it to the conference finals, like yeah. in history. I know we're young, but still, like them late turnovers is really what killed us in those first two games. Um, but this, I mean, I thought we we're gonna win this series, but the Heat. I gotta give a lot of credit to the Heat, um, especially Eric Sproster. Actually, that with those defensive schemes he threw at us, man. Zone, you really don't see NBA um, zone in the NBA that much. You think he got most of that off Nick Nurse, pretty much though? Oh, definitely, a lot of it for sure. Because that was the first time like I've seen them, any team really throw that at us. Especially uh, Nick Nurse. I don't think they've been using zone that much this year either. Nah, they haven't. Actually, I mean, they were actually that that would have they would have um the team to use zone the most, mm. but. I mean, they didn't use it that much. Like, yeah, especially compared like, to like the team, like a team like the Raptors, who had no choice but to use on. No choice but to use it, pretty much. But I think they got a lot of that from Nick Nurse for sure. Watching that film, uh, breaking down that film, and talking to his players about you know limiting Kimba, just being in the zone, uh, seeing young players um, in the zone. It, they really got throw it off from it. You can see you could at that at that at those points when I was when they were throwing the zone at us, um, you could see like Tatum and Brown and Kimball force all these turnovers, like especially um Jalen Brown, like um he when see when he get the ball, like sometimes Jalen Brown just doesn't think. Like you can you can see the youth in these players sometimes. Yeah. When they handling the ball and they they trying to just, you know, attack to the rim or they taking a real tough shot. 
Uh, especially Jason Tatum. He takes very tough shots. Sometimes yeah. you can see the youth in him bringing the ball up the court. I think that passing he showed in his shooting percentage this series, too. Yeah. Because he shot, I think, I believe he shot under 40% this series alone. I think him and Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at the series, just looking at the game, they pretty much were the main two. You, when you just watch the series, you're like, yeah. they really just firing the ball. Like Jason, yeah. Br- like Jalen Brown had one game. You like, man, he really shooting everything. But honestly, just watching the series, it seemed like Jalen Brown was pretty much the most consistent guy. He was. Jalen Brown shot. Um, I know he, he shot, shot like fifty. He least. shot fifty five percent. Tatum shot forty one percent from the field. Marcus Smart shot 39% from the field. So, yeah, Jalen Brown was definitely the most efficient player in the series. Do you think, do you think, Jaylen you know, when, when you go against a team like the Raptors, you got to go against Kyle Lowry, Fred Flynn, Vliet. Did, did you think going into the series, going against a guard like Goran Draghi, did you feel like that this would be like a, I wouldn't say easier compared to the, like the first two guards, yeah. but. Um, I did. I did. To be honest, I did. Um, I don't see Goran Dragic in the same way as I see a Kyle Lowry or a Van Vliet. Uh, Kyle Lowry been in this league a long time. Goran Dragic has too, but um, Kyle Lowry has been an all-star a lot. He's been a, he's a great defender. He's been to the finals. He's been to the playoffs a whole Conference lot. Finals, exactly. Conference finals, you know, a lot in his career. So um, I didn't really, I didn't really see that coming into this series. What I did see is great team ball from the Heat, though. Like. And they beat they beat the Pacers pretty easily. They beat the Bucks honestly easily. pretty easily. Like yeah. so, I saw a great team ball coming into this series. And if you look at the scoring on the Heat side, Jimmy Butler was their fourth leading scorer in points, like total points for the series. Yeah, on most teams that wouldn't be like no. Nah. When you when you making that much, not many people allowed you to be like the fourth best scorer on the team. Right. And this is Jimmy Butler we talk about. This is an all-star player, all-star every year type player. Goran Dragic, Tyler Harrell, and Bam led him in points. That just shows you how much he gives up um, for this team to go up pretty much. I think I think also, I think the I think taking the challenge of guarding Jason Tatum, guarding Jalen Brown, then you gotta guard Kim with some positions. I think, I think really he was probably fatigued. Just happened to guard pretty much all game. Really, you talking about Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, guarding a lot and that really defense. He plays a lot of defense, so um, you know he doesn't have to do too much on offense. He doesn't have to do too much scoring. Um, yeah, this, the, his series high was twenty four. Twenty four in the game. Yeah, twenty four. Yeah. And we he shot forty percent in that in that game alone, right there. And we know Jimmy Butler is easily capable of putting up thirty. Oh yeah, in in games in the series, like back to back thirty point game. Like we we definitely seen Jimmy go Jimmy mode in playoffs. Um, Tyler Hero, man, man. Let's speak about Tyler Hero and Bam. Like this is really this is two really good players already. This is Tyler already Hero, rookie year, this is Bam young. third year, exactly. Um. Tyler Harrow, I definitely didn't expect that. No one expected Tyler Harrow to, you know, drop 37. Especially straight at the gate, because what you saw in Kentucky and what you're getting right now is two completely different Two completely things. different things. Because when you watch him in Kentucky, you're like, okay, we know he got talent, obviously, because he's on the team. But, yeah. I mean, when you on a team like that with multiple five stars, yeah, you know, a lot of your game not going to get shown. But I feel like when you get on a team like Miami – 
You got Jamie. He's not selfish. Bam's not selfish. Gron Dragic's now selfish. You know, you got the right. I feel like Tyler Hero's in that same position where Duncan Mitchell was coming to the league. Mm-hmm. You know, on a, on a team that, you know, it's not, it doesn't have, a like, an established scoring guy. Yeah. So, it's like. Is he who, team? Exactly. Who's yeah. contributing what this tonight? Who's going to be the main guy? Like, the Heat really had a guy who could have led the team in scoring a different night every Definitely. game this series. And I kind of figured, like, and that's kind of what happened, to be honest. Like, Bam averaged 21. Dragic averaged 20. Tyler Harrell averaged 19. Jimmy, 19. Robinson, 12, 11. They had one, two, three, four, five. That's six players in double digits. So It's hard to beat that. It's hard to beat that. When everybody on your team hitting, when Iggy hitting threes, back-to-back-to-back threes. <laughs> really? It's going to be hard Iggy to beat. and Marcus Smart hitting threes, it's really nothing you can do yeah. at that point. So when they start hitting threes, you're like, all right. <laughs> they clicking on all cylinders at this point. I might as well just sit back and enjoy the show. <laughs> uh, Tyler Harrow, like he's he's becoming a pretty good facilitator. You can see his um, point guard game open up a lot. Of, open up a lot in this series. He averaged five assists in this series. Did you like uh? What would you think about Jay Crowder in this series? Just having been able to have somebody off the bench just come off and just hit threes. Yeah, definitely a um, three point threat. Uh, if you're on the court. You got to know where he at at all times. Good defender, too. Takes a lot off of Jimmy on the defensive end. Um, on the offensive end, takes a lot off of Robinson. If they on the court at the same time. Oh, yeah. Gotta, um, You've man. definitely seen it. If you like, they be right next to each other. You yeah. be like, okay, we not going to let Robinson obviously get a lot of three. three but, I mean, yeah. it's Jay Crowder at the end of the day. He is a professional NBA player. Yeah. You got to expect it. Like, he going to knock that down eventually, Facts. even if he off. Facts. You're not just gonna let them just shoot. So like, if they on the court, they a threat. Um, that's that's what the whole Miami Heat team. If they on the court, it's a threat. They can all shoot. Um, except Bam, I mean, he's not a shooter. But I mean, if y'all I feel court, like once he get that part of his game, because right now he got like the, you know, he got the elbow and he got like inside that part. But I feel like. If he is once he extends his range, like a farther mid range shot, yeah. possibly at the three point ball to his game, I feel like really the sky's the limit for Bam just because he's already so young. Oh, for sure. And he already can do so many things like so many things, yeah. Draymond was doing once Curry and them got going. So it's, it's going to be really interesting to see where Bam and Tyler Hero, that duo goes up. But what do you think about the, the JB and Tatum duo? This is what they. Third year in the playoffs together. Yeah, and you can definitely season. see the progression of both of them already in the playoffs. For sure, man. This this duo right here, probably my two favorite players in the league now. To be honest, man. I love this. I love this um this duo right here, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Tatum averaged 26, 10, and 6 this series. You can see the superstar coming out of Jason Tatum. Like you can see that this this playoffs. Um, you can see the facilitating Jason Tatum. You can oh, yeah. see the the steals, the defense, the blocks. Jason Tatum coming out. You can see like the full form of Jason Tatum coming out in this series. Jalen Brown too. Like you can see, you can see like it's there. It's it's there. In a few years, this duo is gonna be real great for this team and this league. They'll definitely be reaching the finals very soon. Yeah. Especially in the East. The last two seasons, this team got to the. Conference finals. Basically there. Yeah, game seven last year against LeBron in the conference finals. This year they get to the conference finals again, game six. So they there. It's just a lot of people, man, is 
like a lot of people texting me, calling me, like Jason Tatum the problem. Like this man is twenty two years old. Like exactly. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is not the problem for this team. Like they can't be. They're doing all they can. Twenty six already at this age. Already at this age. Like, what doing what, they what can. are you really expecting to do? Yeah. More at this point. I think the real problem with the Celtics is, and I think the the problem they ran into was. And it showed in the Raptors series was once you take Kemba out the game, you know, he's not a real defensive player. It's like yeah. he's really just on the court at this point. Yeah. It's like well, he's not going going Dragic. Dragic getting 20 out here. Yeah. You're not guarding him. You're not being aggressive offensively. <laughs> so at this point, like, as a Celtics fan, I wanted to know, did you feel like Kemba – Cause obviously, getting in the regular season, he's a good fit. Obviously, yeah. He allows JB Tatum to do what they what they really are capable of doing every night. Why not? I guess you could say holding them back. Yeah. But do you feel like at some moments you wish you had a guy like Kyrie who can go who who when Tatum and JB were struggling could say you know I gotta go get these buckets right fast. Uh, that's tough. Because he showed that first year he was there. Yeah. You know, I can just give me the ball, get them out the way. They in the way right now. Yeah. I can do this myself. Yeah. But it also backfired to him the next year right after that. That's true. Uh, th- I mean, this playoffs, we didn't really see that from Kimball. Like, that takeover Kimball. Yeah. We've seen Kimball score 60 points in the game from when he was with uh, the Hornets. Like, we've seen Kimball. He's a great scoring point guard. But with this team, like, I think, I mean... Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, like the rise of them takes so much away from Kimball, like offensively a lot because I mean these two these two these two dudes need the most touches. Also six six at the same time. Yeah, they six six, six eight. I think Tatum like six ten almost like he's, Yeah. I know J B like six seven. Yeah, six seven. So these dudes need so many touches that like it takes so much away from Kimball and like it takes it take a lot away from him, I and mean, he's such a liability on defense. So he just like at some points he out there. I'm like, okay, what is he doing? Okay, like is it when he facilitates, like he gonna go to the rim and get and get blocked by Adebayo because he couldn't facilitate enough to get it out to the wings to a shooter. I'm like, he's not. I mean, he's not that great of a facilitator to be honest. He's he's good, but he's a scoring point guard. So I mean, he fits us, but it's not the best fit. Like we could, we can get to the final. We could have got to the finals with Kimba. Yeah, yeah. Right. We could have. We could have got to the finals with Kyrie. But, Easily, yeah. I mean, is it the best fit? I don't know. If it's a good fit, yeah. I mean, we're here. We're the youngest team, like one of the youngest teams in the in the league, and we got to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, it works. But will it take us over the top? I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, that's that's things like the Celtics' future. Like, I mean, we don't. We really don't know who's going to be on our team next year. I mean, we do for the most part. But if Gordon Hayward uh, isn't on our team. That frees up a lot of money. A lot of money. Um, I know Ennis Canner, I think he's a free agent. Um, that's money. Um, Tatum's looking for an extension. Um, you know, it's a lot of things that could happen in this offseason with this team. So, we'll, I mean, we'll see. I think they'll definitely be back in the picture next year, though. Definitely. And then that's like that's the same thing you could say for like a like – Obviously, we talked about the Nuggets and Lakers series. We figured that was going to be pretty quick just because, I mean, the Nuggets had already played so many games already. Yeah. You know, at, at some point, especially when you play a team like the Lakers, great defense, it's going to wear down on you throughout the series. And when you got multiple bodies who can guard, yoke it, you know, it's going to be difficult. But do you feel like 
where do you feel like the Nuggets go from here? Like you, you got to establish. You got the two established pieces. Um, this is easy. Yeah. They need a third weapon. You think? You, do you think it ain't Michael Porter Jr. though? It can't like, be. Do you not make like you have to pretty much the whole offseason to pretty much get him going already. Yeah. Because this is like what this is what first year, right? Pretty much first yeah. year. Yeah, first year out. So I mean. I feel like they got the pieces. I mean, they got the talent. I mean, obviously they didn't have like they full full yeah. roster. They didn't have like they didn't have guys who like who had been like just playing games. Like they got Gary Harris mm-hmm. randomly. Will Barton didn't play. Will Barton didn't all. play. Like so, I mean, I feel like the the Nuggets have a really like good chance of get, touching the finals. I think. Uh, they do. The West is definitely going to be loaded next year. Loaded, uh, definitely. But I think Michael Porter Jr., he can be that guy. Um, I don't think his coach messed with him that much in the playoffs. Uh, definitely because, I mean, his defensive effort, it wasn't there. His um, his experience wasn't there. But in the future, um, I mean, Michael Porter Jr., he can be that third option. He's a great scorer. Um, defense is mostly effort, though. That'll come, I feel like. And, um... That's the problem I really think with what Denver is because they're they're a great team from top to bottom for sure. Uh, they have two All Star players, Jamal Murray, definitely a top ten point guard. Might show that he might be top five this year. What he did in the playoffs, a lot of fifty point games, forty point games, two three one comebacks. A lot of that led by Jamal Murray um, and Jokic, of course, who's a one of the best center, probably the best center in the league. Him and Embiid, uh, but. This team doesn't need much when I look at it. They just need a third guy. That's consistent. That's consistent. That could take that take the load off of Jamal Murray when he, you know, hit and then he hot. I think I think getting Paul Millsap's contract off the team helps a lot. Oh, too, for sure. Because I feel like yeah, you I can't play I don't know Michael Porter Jr. if you're paying Paul Millsap that much money. Yeah, that's Just our principal alone. Principal alone. And Paul Millsap, 34. 34. I don't like Paul Millsap. He doesn't score. They need a they need a couple more scores because Jamal to take the load off of Jamal Murray and Jokic. Like Jamal Murray, when they play on a team like the Lakers, Jamal Murray can't do everything. Like, he can't just even if he hitting like even if he hot. We've seen team. We've seen players score sixty points in the game and lose. Oh, it did. because there's nobody else. Because there's nobody else shooting the ball. Yeah, like, you you pretty much take all. You pretty much taking all the rhythm from everybody else. And I'm kind of afraid if they keep the same roster next year, the same thing is going to happen. Like you got these two amazing players. I mean, they're not like a LeBron and AD is that like they don't have a third guy, but LeBron and AD, no miles ahead of Murray and Jokic. But I just think the mostly most for the most part they need a third um all star, a little bit below all star level caliber player on their team who's gonna take the load off of them. I think they definitely at least try to stay healthy this at least this season coming up at least. This is like the second year in a row that this team has not been fully healthy. So I, I, I do like the pieces on the team at least. I mean you got multiple guards. Mm. Uh Yoki is pretty much the only center on the team. So I feel like, I mean, besides Bobo, I mean, I don't know what they're going to end up trying to do with him. But I feel like they do have some pieces that they can probably get. You know, who knows? They might try to make a deal at least in the offseason. At least, at least try to at least get another name to go with their two pieces at least. Yeah, and like you said, man, that pop mess out. 
I don't know what the pop mess up contract is, but I know Man. it's bad, and he doesn't. He doesn't really do enough. He probably a great locker room presence. I mean, he's a veteran. I mean, at thirty, how much he's getting? I don't. I don't think it matter what presence he's yeah. getting at the locker room. At this one, I mean, they ain't winning games. Yeah, I mean, money, money. That salary cap is very important when you look at Gordon Hayward's contract. Like, I mean, look at look at when Chandler Parsons' contract did. Look what. The Lakers are still playing Lou all day. Like, there's money out there that's just being wasted. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> and Paul Millsap is definitely one of those players. Um, we saw a player step up in this series, though. Uh, Rondo. Yeah. Rondo is. Rondo is so smart. Yeah, he on a mission right now. For sure. Especially to get AD in the best position to be able to score the basketball. Yeah. I feel like that's really – I feel like Rondo's really taking that upon himself. To definitely mm-hmm. get AD the easiest baskets as possible. And it, I think – I feel like that's really what's showing. I think that's really what's the difference between the Lakers you've seen before the postseason and the Lakers you, you see now. At least a guard, they can at least get everyone else the ball involved. Right, that takes a lot off of LeBron. A lot. Takes, it's shown too, especially offensively. Yeah, it takes a lot off of AD. Uh, AD really, AD on his score, like AD can go out there and score. He's not. You, you when you got somebody like Rondo coming off the bench, AD it it purely it purely lets AD score and not really facilitate. Because see, you leave that up to like a Rondo and a LeBron. Rondo averaged seven assists this series, uh, so really Rondo and LeBron are pretty much just setting up AD to score. <laughs> like that's what we saw. That's Rondo chemistry with AD is off the charts. Like we know that. We seen that with um, Pelicans. we seen that with the Pelicans for yeah. sure. Uh, Jeremy Grant. Yeah, he he looking for a big payday this offseason. Uh-huh. He might he might get one of those Millsap deals after what he did this offseason. This uh this playoffs. Yeah. Because the way he was coming into the games, the minutes he was playing, you would have thought he would he should have been starting this whole this whole postseason. Yeah. Huge piece. And every team every team needs a piece like that. Who just gonna go out and, you know, play hard every like every minute of the game, four forty eight minutes. Full 24 seconds on the shot clock, you're gonna play hard. Uh, Marcus Smart, like look at him, look at Jeremy Grant. Um, a player like Jimmy, Jimmy hustles a lot. Like, you and see players like star player, too. That's what's crazy. Yeah, you see these players, the type of players you want in your team. So, yeah, I could, I could see them keeping him for sure. If I could put a junior, this team, this team gonna be real good next year. I like, I like the West next year. The thing about the West and this team is the West is just so stacked now, and like. I thought they finished like third this year. And what's crazy is like you said, the West is so deep. Like a team can finish like third and be like eighth next year. Yeah. Like the Blazers, I what they finished like top three last year. They barely make it this year. And, mm-hmm. and they pretty much brought the exact same team back. Yeah. So it's like it's really never really a guarantee that you're gonna get back like to the point where you were like the previous season at least. That's true. I definitely agree with that. Um, I think that's enough on that series. So let's go, go on and wrap it up with this Lakers heat. Man, uh, we got your man, your boy in the finals again. Man, another. He keep one. doing it, Donnie. Another. He one. keep getting that on me. Man, what's up with that? I'm waiting to somebody at least at least try to stop him before without him getting hurt. At least at least stop him at least if he don't hurt himself. When he gonna go to man? Man, he gonna go to. I think. 
<laughs> just based on the roster that I've seen, the moves this team can possibly make in the next like two to three years. Yeah. I can at least see at least two more appearances at least. After this one? After this yeah. one, yeah. With the, with the way LeBron James' durability is set up, like yeah. this man is like a horse, bro. Like he, ha- he has more horsepower than like. <laughs> like, 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 like players that's younger than him. Yeah, and like they bodies not holding up. Yes, like, man. Like, is this man right is now. what like thirty five years old, and still putting up the same numbers. You he would be putting up like his like his like yeah. first and second year, third year in the league. Yeah, this is gonna be his tenth, his tenth finals visit. Um, Again, it's, it's his former team, the Heat. This is interesting. Very interesting because uh, they a lot of people, know him so well. A lot of people like this narrative. A lot of people like this narrative better than Lakers Celtics. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, it's an interesting Yeah, it's series. interesting. I feel like, like just looking like the game alone, like, it's interesting because they know LeBron. Like, mm-hmm. They know he does well. Yeah. They know he struggles with I feel like you'll probably see a ton of zone. We're bringing that up. How you think Spoelstra like views LeBron? Like, okay, like what you think he telling his players? Like this LeBron. Like I had this man on my team for four years. Like I think it's gonna be a lot of zone, really. To be honest, I yeah. feel like especially against the Lakers. If I'm a opposing coach, I'm gonna play some zone because I mean, Danny Green ain't playing to what he's getting paid. Yeah. To be a shooter, KCP. Hmm. I feel like this is an interesting series for KCP because just this Nugget series showed that, like, KCP can get buckets. Yeah. Like, KCP can get some buckets if you need them to, like. Yeah. And against a team like the Heat, when you got when you go against guys like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, I feel like there will be opportunities where, like, KCP can get some buckets in this series. That's true, um, especially with that matchup. He got a lot of guards to match up with the Lakers again. I mean, we've seen the Lakers match up with some good guards in these playoffs, though. Like, but I don't feel like with, this this group of guards are yeah. nowhere near as close to the guards they've been playing. True, like, like a Dame and CJ. Yeah, you play at Russ and Harden, and like this is probably the worst two guard lineup they play. Definitely, but like, this is probably the best. I don't want to say like. Let me put it like this: This is the best. Opposing big man, well, not opposing big man, but like the best mobile big man they've played. Let me put it like that. For sure, like yeah. Best mobile big man, at least. Bam is different, but I feel like when you go into a series like this, as great as Bam is, that's still Anthony Davis at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like based on what we seen him do against Jokic, you know, he he put Jokic in a position where it's like, man, Jokic is great. But his stats in this series do not show that Jokic is the player that everyone would think he is, just looking at like how he played against AD at least. Mm. But I do like AD in this series. I do like LeBron's chance in this series. I feel like this series is really just going to come down to who can at least force the most turnovers at least. I feel like mm. turnovers are going to play a big role in this series, definitely. For sure. Um this is a tricky series. Um, the Heat are definitely different. I think they're different than any other team the Lakers has faced. Um, this team plays really hard. You get like in every position, and they have great team chemistry. Multiple. Great team chemistry. I don't think the Blazers, Rockets, definitely, or this Nuggets team had chemistry like the Heat. Right. Uh, I think supposed to definitely got a. Um, Got a good group here. He got a chip in his shoulder. He's a great coach. 
uh, got two rings. Um, this gonna be a battle. I I think. Uh, I mean, I think the I think the Lakers are gonna win, but I think this gonna be a really entertaining series. Just seeing how good this Heat team actually is. This is the first fifth seed to ever make a um, ever make a final, so that's very interesting. We'll see how that plays out. We got a hungry Jimmy. Um, I for seen sure. like the Heat and Lakers finish what tenth last year. Yeah. So to finish what tenth last year, finish fifth this year, and to get to a finals. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like that that says a lot about the front office too. Like, like they put a lot of people on yeah, this team. They did in the all season. Like a lot of um, young a young group makes with a lot of um, a vet like a lot of vets. A lot of rising up, um, rising all stars. Like you got a, you got a good all around team. Like this is like a team that don't have like a lot of top ten picks too. That's what's really crazy. For sure. Yeah, I saw something like that on Twitter actually. Like, they like, got like a lot of unsigned guys. I think everybody are like, I don't, I don't think anybody on the team is top ten. I don't think so either. <laughs> I think the closest they've had the top ten with what Bam. I guess. Oh, yeah, I think so. I, I think Harold is like fourteen. Yeah, or something. Like thirteen. Yeah, so that that says a lot about this team. Like they're they're living. What's the word I'm looking for? They're a living underdog. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that. They're the Every definition day. of an underdog. You're a fifth seed. You weren't expected to. I, people thought. I had people tell me that the Pacers were gonna beat them. Definitely, oh. a lot of people said the Bucks was gonna beat them. I, I remember um, that. And then yeah. they had us. So pretty much every series. Um, I think the actually the Pacers, yeah, the Pacers were a higher seed than the Heat. Yeah, yeah the Pacers four. were fourth seed, so they were under all in every series. Nobody, nobody saw this Heat team doing this. They, they, no. they came out of the blue. Um, I had a question on here which I was going to ask you. It was very interesting. I know my answer. Um, it's the Lakers, especially because. What have been going on this year? Kobe, uh, LeBron. Uh, which ring do you think will mean more to LeBron or, like, be bigger just in general sense? Like, of you, this L.A. ring or LeBron's Cleveland ring? Sheesh. Let me see. Cleveland, like, I remember LeBron saying it's been 50 years since we, right. you know, Cleveland won in this show. Like, that one, that one was huge. And I was just like, like, that one was you huge come for sure. when... You first because you come back, it's no guarantee that you're gonna win with this team. Yeah, like, it's no guarantee that you're even gonna get to the finals. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, it's Kyrie, it's Kevin Love, LeBron. It's no guarantee you get into the finals with this team. Facts. Like you really get into the finals with this team of how great you are. Pretty much. How great you think Kyrie can be for the think team. Kyrie, yeah. And yeah. how great Kevin Love has been on the track. That shows you a lot about LeBron's trust. Even this year with Anthony Davis, like exactly. you don't know. It's no you guarantee that Anthony Davis gonna get you over the hump. Yeah. Like, it's great Anthony Davis is like. We've seen teams with two great players do nothing. Do nothing, yeah. I mean, we just saw Kawhi and PG get, you know, tossed in the second round. I mean, a lot of people had them winning this year. So, I mean. Mm, But to answer the question. It's a tough question. I mean, it's tough. I know the Miami Rings is like you won back to back. And then, yeah, his first ring definitely goes in this conversation. His first ring. First ring, because you, not only because you. Beat a top, a great team, your first ring. Then you gotta think, you beat Pop, you finally beat Pop and the Spurs for your second ring. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah. 
and he got the year of LA his his second year in LA his first year making the playoffs. Well, his first he was hurt last year, so I mean, well, let me say it like this: the Lakers first time making the playoffs since I believe 2011. Yeah, and. LeBron's first time in the Lake in, in the playoffs with the Lakers, and he's already in the finals. Already in the finals. Already in the finals. First year, people saying like, "Oh, you, it's the you in the East, yeah, you in yeah, the East." He comes to the West and wipe out the whole West. And it's crazy because the East is always like as long as long as I've been a, a LeBron fan, the East has always been trash. Mm-hmm. Like it's always been a conference first team to ninety. You watching the games, mm-hmm. like you know who gonna win. So somebody score ninety. Yeah. But now it's like LeBron goes to the West. It's a trash conference. It's like it's not the, that the conference is trash. It's like teams in the East are now getting elevated. Oh yeah, to sure. more than what they ever. I think I think that has a lot to do with the LeBron effect. Just the, yeah. just him leaving the East. Definitely. Uh, you see a lot of teams like Toronto winning the finals, Miami Heat's in the finals. Like you finna start seeing a lot of a lot of teams. people like like a lot of people can get an opportunity to go to the opportunity to go to the finals just because LeBron is in the West now. Exactly. <laughs> like that's a, like. They wouldn't get an opportunity before then. That's what's really crazy, too. Yeah. And I think this, if he gets it this year, like, this is going to be huge, especially, you know, what happened with COVID this year. You know, I mean, this tragic. might be the biggest ring for him. Like, it's a, yeah. at the end of the day, it was like, it was a big gamble yeah. just to go to it's a big gamble just to go there. He has a lot of weight on his shoulders. Like, it's, and it's, this being his 17th season. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think he got to go against Lakers fans. Who already didn't want him on the team? Yeah. Before then. Yeah. Like as big Kobe fans, like as a LeBron fan, you know, as a late like the Lakers organization not guaranteed to like LeBron. Right. Like it's no, it's like when he first came, like you could tell, like he wasn't like generally generally accepted, like as right. that's being just, a Laker. Yeah. Like that's I mean that's just how the Kobe, franchise yeah, is. Kobe, like because yeah. Kobe was so big, like yeah, definitely. So I can see like him winning this ring, like it would feel like, man, I won the city over. Mm-hmm. I did it for Cole. It's your third team winning the um, finals with. Right, my your third team, cause you mind you, you already moved your family to LA, so you at least gotta make something good out of yeah. it for like for your family. This is pretty much put the cherry on the cake. Yeah, like, like, especially is in my opinion being a goat. Like this will. This is a help. He, I mean, he's yeah. already a goat in my opinion, but right. this right here will definitely put. Like third team, like yeah. you've done it like three times. Seventeen year in the league, you literally carrying these dudes. You got a D on your team, but like who is all these other dudes on the team? Like you literally you carrying these dudes to the finals. You've been carrying people to the finals your whole career. Um, like what can what can anybody say about you at this point? Exactly. Like, I mean, what can you say? Like, if if he wins this one, I feel like that would be huge. Mm-hmm. It would be for sure. Just because the franchise alone, like that, that's gonna magnify. It. Like mm-hmm. that alone is gonna magnify it if he wins this one. They'll tie. They'll tie the Celtics in championships. Exactly. At, uh, at seventeen, that's huge, as well. Just doing it for Kobe is definitely huge, and Laker Nation is huge. They ain't been to the. Finals. They been to the playoffs in nine years. In the first year back, you get to the playoffs. You go into the finals and you win the ring. Like, exactly. bro, I will, I especially wish. with the, like the amount of turnover they went through last year. Yeah, Magic Johnson. You had the the Rob Palinka situation. Like all them players being traded. All just those players, just like for, they, like you got to think they shipped the whole, like they, they let yeah. everybody go. They, had, they got a whole new team, pretty whole much. new team. Like you pretty much put together something. Like you put together a whole new team and you develop enough chemistry and 
in all, all in one off season. In one off season, in one season, just and like, make it to the finals. Come like on. that would kind of confuse me. With, like the Clippers, it was like, mm-hmm. like you knew, like when y'all put the team together, like yeah. The You're fi- not putting this team together to, to, to get out the first round. Yeah, it was finals or nothing. It was finals or nothing. Like, you went six with Golden State last year with a healthy KD. Mm-hmm. You add Kawhi. You add Paul George. Yeah. Like, am I to, like, to go into this question, like, do you feel like Doc Rivers deserved, like, do you feel like he was, like, the scapegoat pretty much of that, like, the epic fail pretty much? Um, definitely not. Um... I think Doc Rivers is a good coach. We've seen he's a winning coach to start with. Uh, we saw that with the Celtics. Um, we've seen him pull this Clippers team around. Like when he when he first got there, right. this Clippers team wasn't good. Garbage. They were garbage. And you saw you saw him. You know you saw them bringing in Chris Paul. You saw him bringing. In, you also saw Blake Griffin. You saw DeAndre Jordan. You saw Lua. You saw all these players. And you see him coaching his team, and it was—I mean, it was teams in his way. He—he he faced Golden State. He faced team. the Golden State. He faced the Rockies. He faced—he faced the Western Conference. Like you can't—it's—it's it's only so much you can put on a coach. You can't put everything on a coach. You know what I'm saying? Like the players have to go out there and execute. Like it's not the coach's fault. A lot you can put on the coach, but as far as players, you know, not performing. Um, you know, creating turnovers, um, you know, shooting you know, shooting them out the gym. Paul George, like, not being what we thought he was going to be this year. Coming off uh, um, last year when he was with the Thunder, um, he was third in MVP vote and averaged 28 a game. Like, where, where is that PG now in these playoffs? Like, it's only so much you could put on the coach. Right, like, he's not out there shooting for them. Like, yeah. he's not playing defense. Like, Doc Rivers isn't the one who's not – getting over screens, who's not calling out screens, who's mm-hmm. getting up so many points and just letting the other team just pretty much claw all the way back. Like, so I feel like Doc Rivers definitely got the short end of the stick. I feel like coming to the season, like, you got to think the expectations. You add Kawhi Leonard. You got him on load management pretty much the whole season. You got Paul George, who's pretty much hurt all season. So mm-hmm. you're not practicing as much. Yeah. So I feel like I can understand why like guys on the team may feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. Like you add you add these two superstars. Yeah. And we not getting no farther than what we would have did without them, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you traded pretty much everything we had. Yeah. In a way, I kind of feel like the Clippers came in with a mindset that I was like, oh yeah, like we, we playing we, the Lakers. Yeah, like, like this is all we got to do. Yeah, this all we got to do is like beat the Lakers and like all these other teams. You know, they can't really compete with us. Like I, I think a lot of them came in with that mindset of like, okay, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna chill through these. We're gonna chill through the Mavs. We're gonna chill through the who know whoever we face, the Nuggets or the Jazz. And then we get to the Lakers. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna really turn it up now. Like exactly, we know like we got more depth than them mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And I feel like that's what the Clippers really was gonna try to lean on. Like we got, we added all these players, mm-hmm. knowing we weren't gonna play majority of them all season long. Mm-hmm. But we gonna still play these guys. We we gonna sign these guys. Knowing we're not going to use them. I mean, it hurts them at the end of the day. So, I mean, I feel like a lot of teams sign, like, random people throughout the uh, season just for other teams couldn't sign them. Yeah. I feel like that's what really happened with the Clippers this year. I can see that. Yeah. Um, I think Doc Rivers will be picked up pretty quick. Definitely. <laughs> quick. 
You don't not cool. coaches like that don't last, don't yeah. last unemployed very long. Right, that's Doc Rivers. He's you know been proven to be a great coach. Like if Mark then I'm if if then Tony's gonna get a new job. Well, yeah. potentially the safety says I'm pretty sure Doc Rivers is gonna get one just as fast. Right, right. Because at least Doc Rivers at least won something. Yeah. Um. Do you have any more any more thoughts comments about this? Um. Any more thoughts uh, about this subject? Well, my thoughts are I got the Lakers in this finals. Obviously, I got LeBron getting Reno before. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking this series. You know, the last. Three, four seed. I've been pretty much choosing four or five just because. Mm. Not that I don't have no respect for other teams. I really just don't think yeah. they can handle the Lakers defense, quite frankly. So mm. I'm gonna go. Mm, I'm gonna go five. Mm. Five six. Lakers in five. Lakers in five. Six at the most. Six at the yeah. most. I can see that. Um, a lot of people got heat. I mean, not heat, but uh, this series going seven. Mm. I've seen. Um, but I don't think the series lasts that long. Like it's this is kind of like the Blazer series for me. Yeah, like a lot of people saw that series going like six seven because you know how good Dame was and Nurkic and Whiteside. Like they they had a really good vibe. Like they had bodies to match up with. Like they got the bigs mixed in with the guards. That's kind of like you see with this Heat team. They got a lot of good guards. They got a star player in Jimmy. Um. Who's had battles in the past with LeBron in the playoffs? Um, they got Bam, who's a really good rising All Star in this league. So I mean, they got they got the bodies. They're there, and like just how just how just how hard uh, this Heat team plays and who they've knocked off. I feel like a lot of people, not a lot of people, but definitely people out there have um, this series going six seven. But me personally. I'll give the Heat a game. Game. Yeah. Uh, Lakers in five. I think so. LeBron and AD are just, I mean, they, they about to turn it up now. It's the finals. Yeah. You got no reason to race now. Yeah. Every single game, you're going to see LeBron and AD on, you know. Playing, but a lot of minutes yeah, at that. A lot of minutes and a lot of a lot of chemistry, a lot of effort. Uh, it's LeBron, man. He, he really wanted to win this ring again, like, especially for L.A., Especially for these LA fans, but I mean, I can't, I can't not nothing off the heat either. They, it's a really great team. They no, no, they're not just gonna lose. Like, yeah, they're not just. They're not just let them just come on the court and just yeah. shoot five for five from three from the first quarter and just right. throw it off. They gonna come out. They gonna come out. You know, physical. with some fire, physical with some fire, like how they need to to beat this Lakers team. They they know what they're facing over there. They know what they're facing. So, man, we gonna we gonna get a real good series. Um, to wrap this up, man. We appreciate y'all uh, for coming back out uh, to the podcast. It's the second episode of the podcast. Um, you know, we're going to be doing this a lot. You know, I'm really I'm really liking this. Uh, we, we have 40 minutes today. Uh, that's pretty cool. I think the first episode was like an hour. We got a lot done today. Um, any more thoughts, comments uh, on the podcast? And just anything you want to add out there? Uh, like you, I said, we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh if you haven't heard episode one, feel free. Episode two definitely coming soon. Uh, like you said, we got a lot more episodes coming, and we appreciate you guys for listening so far. Facts, facts. First episode out there on um, Spotify. 
um, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Um, you know, I think that's it for now. But you know, this second episode will be on all three platforms as well. Um, it's a Raw Table Talk Sports Podcast. Appreciate y'all for listening to episode two, and um, we'll be back.